It was a joke, dude. Welcome in to the DNBR Avalanche Podcast. That sucked <laughs> a lot. Yeah, I'm glad it's over. Is there? There's not much else good to say about it, is there? Other than it's done. Abs lose eight to two. Yeah, poop emoji. Poop emoji. No, I'm not. You can't make me do a 60 second rundown of that game. You just did. Abs <laughs> <laughs> lose eight to two. We're out of here. It's just absolutely brutal and incredibly frustrating. If not nothing else, because I, the Abs didn't actually play that bad for most of the first period. Yeah, you give up an unlucky goal to start the game. Yep. It's unlucky. It just is. You you play a really good 10 minutes. You should have tied the game. Ross Colton should have tied the game. Yep. Ross Colton hits a post just pure. Yeah. Like, you and almost never half, see. He had a, the whole, basically the whole net. Because yep. he had Bennington so far out of his net. Yeah, he So far him. gone. Yep. Yeah. And you hit another post and ranted it doesn't score on a backhand chance right in front of the net. You don't tie the game. Yep. And, and then, you proceed to completely fall apart. Yep. You ever seen um, that cartoon when we were kids? That, I want to call it The Amazing Race, but it's obviously not that. But it's like a cartoon race with all the big major Cartoon Network cartoons where they all like are in a Speed Racer race. No. Are you talking about Speed Racer? No, it's not Speed Racer. And then Racer. hallucinating that there no, is this No, other... it was like a... a my point being, have you ever seen a cartoon like race movie where a car's wheels just fucking fly off and then the car falls apart and like lands on the road and everyone explodes? That was the abs in this hockey game. I mean, game. I have watched enough Wiley e. Coyote yeah. and I mean, Roadrunner comics. I watched the abs games just now, so I kind of <laughs> I can reverse engineer this back into <laughs> what just happened in that cartoon. Good enough, because <laughs> that's exactly what this was. Just uh, when you talk about the wheels coming off. Combat sports. It uh, it started with a few minutes left in the first yes. period. Those wacky racers. Wacky racers. I knew someone would know what, what I'm talking wacky about. Racers. I knew it. Come on. There's always somebody out there, man. Isn't the beauty the of the, the dog? internet. The dog yeah, that's like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I know what you're talking My about. My man's in the chats. The Let's only, go. the only laughing dog that I am familiar with is the one from Duck Hunt. There, he does laugh. It's true when you miss. Little asshole. <laughs> I hated that dog. Uh, they did a remake of that Wacky Races on South Park, by the way. I'm sure. After 20 years, man. <laughs> you. Where does this game go wrong? Is it a, as a whole? Does this just fall apart, or is the egregious goals in the at the end of the first period, particularly the one to make it three nothing with the second left, is that just no recovery from that, or is there more to it? We've seen more multi-goal leads disappear over the last twelve months in the NHL than maybe ever before, so it is recoverable. Okay. Is it but optimal, they though? Is it I what? mean, is it optimal? Yeah, <laughs> of course not. <laughs> That's where this, like, it's super annoying watching the Avs right now because they just go down in games right off the bat. Yep. And it's hard to get back into them. Like you said, it can happen, but when the whole team plays like absolute dog shit. Yeah. Name one guy that was going tonight. Uh, Pavel Buchnevich <laughs> and Braden Shem, the yeah. guy who got hat trick. 
the other team. Yeah. <laughs> he said name one. Name one Av that was going tonight. Name one guy that you feel that you feel good about by the end of it. None. No. Don't. It's nobody, man. It was brutal. I mean, everything just broke apart. I mean, Miko had grade eight chances that were shot like directly into the chest of Bennington. He creates one for Nathan McKinnon. That's not even a dangerous shot. Yep. Yeah. I don't even. I don't. One. This is going to be a short pod. It there is. isn't a lot to say. It is. Two, anybody waiting for some epic rant out of me isn't getting it. This is more apathy than anger. I, I don't know what to say about that. That's I have been covering the Avalanche for a long time now. For about a decade. And that this entire time, that the worst loss that I ever had to sit through was the 10-1 to game in Montreal. Oh, yeah. That was a bad team. That was a bad loss. It was embarrassing. It felt like it was never going to end. And this was magnitudes worse. Because that was a bad team. That was a team you didn't have expectations for. This is a team you have expectations for. This is a team with insane talent at the top of its roster, certainly. Yep. This is this is a team where when, when people from around the league look at this score, they're going to go, what the hell just happened? Yep. This is, this is a team that you actually think good things about against a team that you don't. A bad offensive team. A team that has been awful on special teams. Power play and penalty kill. They scored two power play goals and two shorthanded goals against you tonight. Oh, it's, it's a get-right game for that shit. It's, it's a joke, man. Yeah. This, was, this was significantly more embarrassing than any other game that they have had in years. In years, for my money, much worse than the Montreal game. But if you want to put it neck and neck, fine. Who gives a shit? It's embarrassing. That is a you've totally lost your way game. It's nothing short of embarrassing. I don't know how they talked to the media after that. They should have kept the media out. It, uh, I think... Embarrassing. I'm sure they're saying the same thing. Like, as a player... That's embarrassing. Yeah, and you know, I would give a lot more credence to that if we were not one week, one week from removed from the seven exact zero. same yeah. thing. Yeah. And like in Vegas against a team with an unbelievably hot start that is scoring everything and saving everything and looks the way that they have, fine. You're like, that's embarrassing. But that's a great team that just yeah. caught you. Here's and then tonight happened tonight. There's nothing. There's nothing. You were the get right team for a shitty blues team. There's nothing not embarrassing about what just happened. And I think nothing. Part of the problem for me is it almost gets compounded at the end of all of these periods. Or not the end, but you play a pretty good first. It should be out of it one nothing, but you just go brain dead for the last minute of the period, and you're down three nothing. You come out in the second, and you get nothing done to get yourself back into this game. Yeah. It eventually becomes 4 nothing. You finally get a goal to make it 4-1. So you go into the third, and you're not expecting a win, but you're thinking, hey, maybe they make it interesting. Maybe they make a game of this. And they immediately get dumpstered. They give up two power play goals. Yep. Right away to start the third period. Against a team that had a 2.9% power play coming into the game. That's not sustainable. Yeah, They're going to score plenty of power yeah. play goals throughout the season. 
the team has too much talent for them to continue to roll along the way they were. But you were the get-right team for that team. Yep. For the worst-ranked power play in the team, you got embarrassed by. And then your power play... Goes negative two on the <laughs> Your power play, which has the highest-paid player in the league, what we believe to be the best defenseman in the league, and another top-ten player in Miko Rantanen, gives up two shorthanded goals... On the back of apathy. Uh, yeah, that, that's, to be honest, it looked like they just didn't give a shit. I normally don't like dogging effort of teams because it's a really, like, sometimes you're trying to do everything that you can and it just doesn't go very well. The Vegas game, a good example of a game that got, got away I, from them and then they packed it in. I think you in. could have made that argument in the first period of this game. Definitely. But the second third periods of this game were just unacceptable. They, it was like that third goal, the third goal goes in. Yeah. And they were like, we're good. We're done. You, you need, need better. You need you, you need, need one of these games Ugh, where it's not joke. early. You're not be, like let's say you're behind, but you're behind multi goals, and you come back to get that belief in that you can do it. Right now, like what you're saying is basically after a few goals, they're just like, oh, yep. run it back. This is what we do. Yep. We either win games and we score six goals. Or we get blown out. Or we get six goals scored on us. Yep. Is that the lasting effect of losing the Seattle game? Where you have a multi-goal combo, you come back from 2 nothing. Yep. You come back from 3-2. You're fighting uphill. You're playing pretty well. Yeah. They're not getting much out of your goalie, but you're playing as a team overall pretty well. Yeah. Against a, a hard-to-play-against Kraken team. Well, the kryptonite for the avalanche. And then you find you find a way to lose that game. Yep. Yeah. And then you do after that because that was the game in which they were losing where you were you you felt like there's a lot of positives to pull from yeah. this. Yeah. There every one of their other losses have been embarrassing. All of a sudden I yearn for the Buffalo game. A game that they were never competitive in. Yeah. It, it, I think there comes a point in every season where a team needs to galvanize itself. Last year was that Chicago game. Oh, good. Let's wait till January again. I'm, I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying that this might be that game for Colorado. Sure, sure. And I believe that Colorado is a good team. I believe they're going to be fine this year. But they need to take a look at themselves after a game like this and ask themselves, who the hell are they? Yeah. Are they a team that wants to go out there and play good hockey and win hockey games, or are they a team that wants to get down three nothing and pack it in? Because right now they're the latter of those two. And it's hard to watch. Not going to lie. I would rather be doing a lot of things than watch this hockey game. In fact, I have a Bet365 top five <laughs> about the things I would have rather done tonight <laughs> than watch this effing hockey game. Number five. Have LASIK. I already got that, so I don't need that. <laughs> Number five, I would have rather been asleep. I could be in bed at home right now. A little 10 p.m. bedtime, getting my beauty sleep. Instead, I have to sit here to yell about the abs being terrible. <laughs> uh, number four, I forget. Oh yeah, yeah, I could, I could go full 40-year-old virgin and wax my body. Would have probably been as, as an enjoyable experience <laughs> as watching this hockey game. Why, Tiff? <laughs> These are great. Keep going. Let's go. Why? Number three, I, I pulled the crowd for this one. I could play the worst video game ever made to completion. And it probably would have been less painful than watching this hockey game to completion. 
It was so bad. Well, we know the Avs got the Blues to completion tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Number two. Drum roll, hi-hat, let's go. There are a lot of good hockey games on tonight. I could have watched good hockey. When you say watch any other NHL game, it in history. <laughs> in avalanche history. <laughs> You could have watched would have been a better game. Any other NHL game. I would rather go back and rewatch 50 of the 60 losses from the 48-point team. Seattle game 7? Sure. Seattle yeah. game, they Seattle at least game played, 5. They at least played good hockey in game 7. They were at least competitive. Yeah. <laughs> Minnesota game 7 <laughs> in 13-14. The uh, Dallas game 7. The 7-1 loss to the Wings. <laughs> we might have found one I think we found one yeah. <laughs> I don't want to watch that game ever again Almost any other game in Ab's history Almost Any regular season game I'm there uh, And number one I would rather watch The Room with Tommy Wiseau <laughs> And if you haven't seen that, I know there are people that like think it's funny or think it's like this weird masterpiece of cinema. It's heinous. That movie <laughs> is awful. The rooftop scene. <laughs> oh hi, Mark. <laughs> I would rather do just about anything on the planet than watch that movie, and I would rather watch that movie than have experienced this <laughs> hockey game. That's how bad it was. There is. There is a worse movie. Is there? Mm-hmm. According to Rotten Tomatoes? Or no. like what? I'm going to read you the synopsis for it. It was made in 2019. <laughs> I have recently watched it. Oh, God. It is memorable. The I'm, one that you told me to watch? Remember that from last year? No, this is not from last year. Do you remember that one that I, you told me about? I don't. But this about is the, the aliens and the only person that could save the world? Do you remember this? I don't at all. We'll have to talk about it we'll after the show. After the pod. <laughs> this movie, though, I'm just going to read the synopsis. I would rather have watched this movie again than watch that game tonight. Okay. Detective Fox loves work and alcohol. <laughs> after a great start. <laughs> Hold on. After going to AA, his sponsor, Chip, becomes the main suspect in his investigation of a missing kid. Fox also starts to believe that people are disappearing up Chip's butt. <laughs> what? <laughs> that is the movie. A dude wanders around in life with an addiction to sucking people up his butt. It is called Butt Boy. It was made in, it was made in 2019. This is a real movie that you can watch on the internet. No way. True story. I would rather relive that dumbass horrific movie than sit through that hockey game. Would you rather get sucked up a butt? Then watch that. Hockey. I just did. <laughs> <laughs> that was the butt boy of hockey games. <laughs> butt boy. Oh my god. Uh, either way, be sure to get over to Bet365. <laughs> Use the DNBF365 code when you sign up with a new account to get amazing boosts over there. Uh, don't think you can bet on Butt Boy, but you can certainly bet against the Avs when they play heinously bad. Uh, of course, you must be 21 or over, physically located in Colorado. Please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER today. Uh, and we're also brought to you by Hestra Gloves. 
Hestra, super awesome work gloves. Uh, they also have, you know, cold weather gloves as well, if that's your thing. Uh, a bunch of different options over at HestraJob.us. And you can use code DMVRJOB to get 30% off your order. Be sure to get some if you're handling avalanche hockey games because oh. you uh, it might be akin to handling nuclear waste <laughs> when they play like this. So you might need a little bit of protection for your gloves. But seriously, they make fantastic products. They gave us all a bunch of pairs. They're super nice. Uh, you can use them for just about anything if you want. Uh, they've been doing it for over 85 years, so they know how to make a good glove. Put it that way to you. Uh, again, you can visit hestrajob.us and use code DNVRJOB to get 30% off your order. Or if you're looking to order for your team, you can order in bulk by emailing josh at hestrausa.com today. Second period of the DMVR Avalanche podcast. Um, what do you do about a special teams units as a whole that goes minus four tonight? Is, Let me, is there something to fix, or is this a light the whole universe on fire and never speak of this again? Look, I'm petty as shit. <laughs> so, and I, I, I reckon Jared Bednar's not this way. Sure. Uh, and he's going to be, he's just going to be like, Seattle. We're worried about Seattle. Of course. But if I'm Jared Bednar, first power play of the game in Seattle, I'm not playing my top unit. I, I'm Sending just, a message. I'm just not doing it. Playing line three. I. You could play Frederick Olofsson and Curtis McDermott and Riley Tufty for all I care. <laughs> Jack I mean, Johnson and Josh Manson. That I don't care. Message, yeah. I don't care. I'm not playing the top top unit. Fair enough. After a minute, if they don't score, that, I will play that's them. That's over. But but I, mean, I will. I will. I am not doing it. I mean, maybe the first thing you could do is limit the time that they're out there. From a minute thirty-two to Dude, forty-five seconds. Abs absolutely, like that is a very reasonable on Earth adjustment that they, they should be making. We've seen them. I know Eric was losing his mind. Yeah, he was not happy with it last week. Yep, that they're overusing in the, in, him in the Vegas game yep. where they're out there and he's like they're taking the three-minute shift and now they're lazy when they get back to five-on-five. Yep. Five, they're tired. They make mistakes and they give up a goal and the game completely falls apart. Get what he's saying, but in this one, I mean, you've had that experience recently. Yep. You have a top unit that produced a couple of chances in rapid succession, and then you start to get into the second half of it, and yeah, they just didn't pull them off the ice. They make they're they're tired. They make a dumb everything about it is dumb. Yeah. It ends up in the back of their net. It's a two on one. As, as poorly as I think Alexander Georgiev played tonight, that's not one that you're asking a goalie to stop. Yep. Like Ivan Prozvatov gives up a couple of breakaway goals. Those are the ones that you want to know. Yeah. We're not going to ask him to stop that crap. Uh, ask the team in front of him to not do that. That's when you have more players on the ice. It's unacceptable. That stuff happens throughout the course of 82 games. It happened twice tonight. It's happened multiple times in the last week. It's unacceptable. I mean, the more realistic thing that you could do is get a real second PP like we were talking about where you're yeah. not running three Stop defense the three out there. defense nonsense. Get a real line that's set up and start them. Yep. And keep starting them for a while until <laughs> PP1 has an understanding of what's expected from them and like, when they're on the ice. This is the hard part because you know that the top guys know. 
And there's been so much success from those guys, from this coaching staff. The continuity in Colorado is enviable. Yeah. So there's a lot of trust earned. There's a sure. ton of leeway given here. Give up two shorties not, in one game is a quick way to lose that you're trust. Seeing, yeah. How have they not used it up in the last week? Exactly. You're seeing a lot of lackadaisical plays. Yeah. Especially when pucks are getting turned over from, you know, stuff that just happens throughout a game. But what you're seeing when they're coming back is there's going to be odd man rushes, but there isn't any urgency yeah. yep. to correct what's happening right. on yep. the ice right there. Yep. There's no, there's none of them are skating hard. No, there's no communication. Yep. You're watching, no you're watching guys coming back. Yep. Exactly. Yep. You're, they're not communicating on the ice. They're not communicating on the bench. What I just, you can be as mad as you want at Jared Bednar, but the guys playing on the ice are just awful right now. Yep. Yeah. I don't think that's where the blame lays right now. It's, Purely execution. Yeah, because you're seeing the difference. But this, it's a like I said earlier, it's Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde for this team right now. The penalty kill goal that they gave up at the start of the third period perfectly sums it up. Sam Gerrard, stuck between two guys in the slot, has to decide if he wants to take the guy with carrying the puck or defend the pass to the guy on the other side of the crease. He decides to defend the pass and then just doesn't. (laughs) The pass goes right through him. Yeah. The, the famous, you know, what, what has now become very familiar abs laying the stick down on the ice or laying the body on the Just ice. Just doesn't do it. To take away that play. He doesn't do anything. The puck goes right through him yep. and onto the back door. And you're like, your game doesn't stand and, a chance. And so either. It's, it's horrible defending. Either Gerard wasn't doing Bednar's system and that's not his fault. Or Gerard was doing Bednar's system and he just failed to execute it. Either way. That is player error. <laughs> no amount of coaching could fix that. I I don't see how you blame so Bednar for this one. Does it make I don't I I'm not letting anybody off the hook tonight. They're all they're totally, all complicit. Totally. Jared Bednar doesn't do enough to help his team be in a good position. His team doesn't do anything. I'm, I'm not saying Jared Bednar couldn't do more. But I don't see how you can look at these plays and think Bednar is coaching the abs to make horrible turnovers. Certainly not. <laughs> we like, always talk on this pod about what's the tell you tell me where coaching ends and playing begins. Sure. You t- you draw that line for me and tell me where it is. And that has to be the standard every single game. Yep. No moving it around because of how the game goes. Yeah. If they have a slow start, it's because the coach didn't have them prepared. If they have a fast start, it's because the players were great and they were geared up. Is that on coaching? I have no idea. We players players decide the majority of these games by how they play. I think players decide even what they're going to do at the beginning of the game. Are they going to come out and be on fire? Bednar can give the greatest speech in the world, but he's not playing the game. From my standpoint, when you're looking at a coach, it's getting you ready in practice, especially in hockey. Yeah. Getting the system set up, how you're going to run stuff. <laughs> in a game, Yeah. You're really there just to make sure everything's going. Like, you you tap on the shoulders and tell which guys to go. Yeah, bench miners. Sure, give that to the coach. Yeah, too which many they, men on the ice. They did have one tonight. Have that, so Dude, there have you go, it, man. Have it. Yep. There. Nobody's off the hook now. <laughs> Left the top power play out, unit out too long and a bench miner. Yep. Knock it off. Yep. Got to stop that shit. Clean that up. And it it really is everyone, top to bottom. You don't lose a game where you give up eight goals because your goaltending was bad by itself. Your defense was also terrible. Dude, Ivan Prozvatov gives up two goals, (laughs) and it could have been four or five. Yep. 
and he plays like 10 minutes. Yep. Yeah. Maybe 15? I don't even know. The third period probably took two years off of my life. Because <laughs> it just wouldn't end. It felt like two years of my life. That's what I'm saying, yeah. man. Yeah. It felt like repeated <laughs> viewings of Butt Boy. <laughs> Once is enough, I think. <laughs> Now yeah. it feels like you work for this company. <laughs> you plug. Did you get the distribution yeah. rights to Butt Boy? Is that what's going on here? Movie that came out four years ago. AJ's been trying yeah. to sell Butt Boy for years. Finally occurred to me to use it on the podcast. Uh, we're going to try the, something the new today game. because we're not the only people that are mad. Uh, we have Jared Bednars, post game presser, who where apparently he was not a happy camper. So let's roll that if we can. Go ahead. I think this is the second blowout in the past eight days. Just what's plaguing you guys right now? Everything. I mean, we're getting no played. Goaltenders getting no played by their goaltender. Forwards are getting no played by their forward. D are getting no played by their D. Not for not for the whole game, but for big enough stretches that that's why the score gets run up. You know. Third period it was a joke. That was the worst period of hockey I've ever seen from our, from our club. If I was breaking down that game, I'd go first five minutes, six minutes. We get five or six grade A scoring chances. Binnington makes a bunch of big saves. We hit two posts. They come down, first three goals. Like They're all routine coverage for me soft and loose and we give him the opportunity thinking our goalie's going to save it he doesn't it's in the back of our net it's three nothing come out in the second readjust play hard probably out chance him two to one or three to one get out of the period one one right their goalie's kicking we're not putting in the back into that they come down get a chance in the back of our net and the third period's unacceptable unexplainable that's why it's blowout Stop playing. Looked like we couldn't make it past 10 feet in the third period. Giving up odd man rushes every five seconds. Every rush attack they had ended up in a scoring chance against. Not good enough. It's just guys quitting and not, not doing what they're supposed to be doing. Feeling sorry for themselves. What are the next steps I guess you take to remedy that? Go to work. You're going to work through it. You're not going to work in the game. You're going to work in practice. It's the, I guess, the work ethic and practice a concern, too, or is it just? No. Okay. It's just the mental side of quitting as the game goes on. Coach, you, you just used the word quit. A couple guys in the locker room used the word quit. Is that how you saw that third period? That Absolutely. There's no other explanation for it. Piss poor execution. Guys giving up all over the ice, not doing like I mean, okay, you're at five, what is it, five one? And we're still trying to like tic tac toe passing the phone booth at their blue line. That's just not like to hope to maybe get a scoring chance. You wanna just kick it in below the goal line and go to work. So we give up what, two or three more grade A scoring chances on breakaways and turnover. How many breakaways did they have in the third period? Three? Two of them end up in the back of our net. I mean, seriously? They're all from just like little turnovers at the blue line. We get it back. One of them we got back, I think, was three or four times. Everything's tightened up. It's broken down. There's no rush attack option. We're still going to try to make like, what, three foot passes to when guys are right in the area trying to check us. It's like ridiculous. Are you seeing enough out of the leadership core when 
things kind of go wrong to kind of talk the guys through these issues? No. Well, if we did, we wouldn't have done it. Is this an easier, well, easier, harder might be the wrong way to put it, but just if there was like one definable thing, like maybe we just have to fix this and we'll be fine. But this is like, this seems like there's things going wrong in many different places. Yeah, when, well, I mean, hey, listen, when you... I get the frustration, right? You come out flying, you're getting all these chances, it doesn't go in, they go down, get one off his shoulder, hits a stick, hits two guys on the way into the net, and it's one nothing. Okay, we keep playing. But, like, the, I did not like the errors in the first period to lead to 3 nothing. I've already said that, right? So, but you have no choice in this game but to continue to play and play as hard as you can possibly play. As soon as you don't play as hard as you possibly play, another team's going to make you look bad. It starts there, you know. I don't feel any better coming out of this. Actually, I, I probably would. I'd feel better coming out of this game if it was 4-3 than what it ended up. But... There's still, like, we have work to do in a lot of different areas. It's not like they're not putting it in. or But I just don't get the, the overall frustration, the fragmentation of the group, the, the quitting on the work ethic. Like, that's what happens when you do that, you know? Sometimes you just have a bad night and, and, and things don't go your way. But I just I don't understand not just laying it on the line and at least doing what you can do to, to you know, play with some pride. Have you seen signs that this was coming, or is this catching you by surprise? Catching me by surprise, yeah. I, I know his play is connected to the rest of the team, but Gary is in a bit of a rough stretch. Just what's your concern level with the goaltending right now? Same as the rest of the team. Okay, thank you, Jared. Yep. Would you like to see Jared Bednar furrow his brow in real time on the bench? <laughs> Get your tickets through game time. Uh, you can find the best deals around at game time, and you get $20 off your first purchase with code DNBR when you sign up today. Over 15 million people have used game time to find their tickets. Uh, you can wait till the last day to get sweet deals, the last-minute tickets. You can do their section selector to save some money. Uh, and the coolest part is if you find chick tickets cheaper somewhere else, game time will refund your account 110% of the price. So you always get the best prices with game time. Go check them out. Download their app today if you haven't. You can also get tickets to more than just sporting events, concerts, theater, wherever you're going. Game time has you covered. So get it today. Also brought to you by the folks over at Red Hawk Roofing. Abs. Yep. That's that's how the abs game felt tonight. Is you trying to speak and then you just don't. Uh felt like they had some leaks in their roof tonight. Maybe they should call Red Hawk Roofing. Also, the ice was kind of bad tonight. Had yeah, some there problems. lots of people falling. Uh, but Red Hawk Roofing, they've been around in Denver for decades. They're very good at what they do. They always use the best materials when fixing up your roof. And the coolest part is they'll give you an inspection entirely for free. You can give them a call and they'll come out. They'll check it out. They'll even like take pictures and show you every little part of your roof. And you don't have to pay anything to get it inspected. They're also available 24-7, so if you, like, have an emergency leak or something, you can give them a call, and they'll come out right away and get it all sorted out for you. So go to Red Hawk Roofing. Get what you need at redhawkroofing.com today. Uh, check them out. Get yourself uh, an inspection at the very least, if not a new roof. Again, that's redhawkroofing.com to check them out today. Third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast. 
I think I know what all three of us would do as far as the bag skate is concerned. I'm, I'm skating them tomorrow. Yep. Is I don't know the last time it happened. I, I he thought, adamantly does not like to do it, and he's talked about it in the past, and he has said, it makes me feel better, but it doesn't do anything to prepare my team for the next game. It's usually a waste, but sometimes you have to send a message. I think this is the perfect time to do it. Absolutely. I hope he calls him in the middle of the night like a dad and just be like, come home. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> you ever gotten one of those calls? Yes, they're absolutely terrifying I, when I, you're like, why? What's what's going I've on? I got one once. Just come home. It's a bad You're time. Like, oh god, not a good call to get. No. Let me tell you, my dad's been dead for twenty years. That would be a bad call to That's, get. Yeah, and <laughs> so I never experienced. He died when I was sixteen, and that is the first disappointed dad speech that I have received in my adulthood. <laughs> And I felt it in my bones. <laughs> <laughs> the Hayfley family tree just shook <laughs> a little bit <laughs> because of how disappointed Jared Bednar is right we, now. Well, because we talked about it, right? Like, is he's so even keeled? Yeah. That when you see something like this, well, and you, it's the thing you, about him, you that, know, yeah, that people are the I unwavering. Wanna, I want to see him care. It feels like he doesn't give a shit. You got I want to see yeah, some emotion. Yeah. I want to feel like it matters to him. You want to <laughs> see some care? Go down to family sports. Yeah. Yeah. See what's going on. Yeah. I might actually get up tomorrow and go to that practice. Yeah. Abs are sitting in that locker room like, am I going to die tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> That's the thought going on in some of their heads right now. Do you now. remember? The rookie camps from back in the day. Where they would skate those dudes to death. Yeah. Trash cans out on the ice. Camp Patterson. Yeah. Throws up. Yeah. All over the place. <laughs> and couldn't finish. Yep. Martin Cout after his first one. Lying on the ice. <laughs> sprawled out and exhausted. If that's not what those, those dudes better sleep well on the <laughs> team plane tomorrow to Seattle. <laughs> because, I, hey, I'm with him. Yeah. Same. Same. That is not a card that you can play often, and he has almost never done it in his tenure. Do it. Yep. You have four blowouts in your last seven games. If you're not going to use it now, when are you? Well, we're talking we're talking about disappointed parents. That third period was the abs turning the lights off and trying to cruise the <laughs> yeah, car into the garage yeah, at 2 yeah, o'clock yeah, in the morning. Yeah. Creaking the door yeah. open. Yep, and as soon as they opened it, <laughs> Bender is standing in the kitchen going, where the fuck have you been? <laughs> In the living room with the light off. Yeah. Or he's doing the Godfather thing where he's sitting in the corner in the chair and the lights are off and they turn just enough light on yeah. and it's right above him. You can see the shadow of his yeah, face. exactly. Like. <laughs> Unbelievable, dude. That, honestly, cathartic. Yeah. Makes you feel a little bit better that we are not the, the crazy only ones. ones seeing this bullshit. For yeah. being like, that was beyond unacceptable. Well, I think if he came out and was just like, this is part of the process, not a big issue. We have a few things to work on. You'd have a lot more concerns on yeah. what's going on in the abs organization yeah. right now. Yeah. And, you know, you get to pull that card. Hey, you, you took a bad loss to Pittsburgh a while back. Yeah. All right, fine, whatever. Another one to Buffalo. That's not great, but you're working through it. Terrible loss to Vegas. All right, this is starting to feel bad. Great I know team, there's though. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a couple wins interspersed in there, too. You have a loss to Seattle the other night where you feel like you're making progress, but it's yeah. still a loss. You feel like you play a good hockey yeah. game and just yeah. lose. And that just happens sometimes. It's just part of hockey. Yeah. You're going to get 
bad bounces. It's the NHL. This is not no the NHL. They did no. not know. The Eagles would have smoked the abs the way they played tonight. Your your game you played good but lost. Your response to that is this. Yeah. I it can't be okay. You can't be okay with that as a team. And your response to tonight is this. <laughs> <laughs> was a clown show. That worked out nicely. Absolutely was a clown show. It did work out. I I really don't have much to say because there's nothing to analyze here. There's nothing like, no. oh, well, the abs did this well and they did. They sucked. Well, by the numbers, you lost eight to two. <laughs> <laughs> Who gives a shit? <laughs> there's not one redeeming second of that game after how it ended. Yep. I don't care at all. Yes. Ross, the Ross Colton thing in the first period changes that game. Yep. But it if didn't he scores, go that way. if he scores that and it's one-one, we we live. We have a very different night ahead of us. That's not the world that we live in. That is not the world that we live in. Yep. If something different had happened, we'd live in a different world. True. This True is the words. one that we're in, <laughs> and the, that was unacceptable. Yep. That was bullshit. It was a waste of everyone's time except St. Louis's because now they feel great. That's the springboard to the rest of their season. Yep. I. And instead of off the springboard, the Avs put cement in their shoes in this what game. An <laughs> unbelievable waste of time. Amen to that. Um, do we have any super chats? Jesus. Y'all are y'all are sickos giving us super chats after I that game. I cannot wait to see how Melanie is nice about that. <laughs> yeah, that's a tough stretch for her. It's going to be tough. Uh, $2 from Easton who says, these high goals <laughs> against games make my heart hurt. You're, you're still alive inside. My cold, dead heart feels nothing. The upside the upside of Easton is that we know he was at work. True. He didn't so have at least to watch this horrible mess. He got mess. paid for yeah. this. <laughs> Something. Unfortunately, so did the apps. The <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, that's why we're still here, because we're still getting paid. We're on the clock. You don't want to see the pay stubs of what the Avs got paid for that game. No, I don't. <laughs> my, they should donate them. <laughs> the Avs got paid probably my entire salary, some of them, yeah, for that they game. They should have direct deposited those directly to a foundation of some, a charity of some somewhere. Some type of visual fun to, charity. Fun to go fund me, a random one that you find where you're like, this person's not scamming me. <laughs> Do whatever. Don't don't let them have that money. They didn't earn shit tonight. I'm, I'm here for it. I'm here for that. Uh, $5 from Vaguely Sober who says, great to see Blaze. He's not dead or a zombie. What's the zombie thing? You're, I you're, really don't know. I, I don't it, remember. It just happened where you're back from the dead. Yeah. So. We kept calling you a zombie all week, so yeah. I don't know why, hey, I, man. I loved being back. I hated watching that Every, game. Everyone kept acting like you were dead, so... That's yeah. true. So we were I mean, like, I did drop off social there for a while. I needed a break. Well, and people, people were like, is Blaze's body like behind the bar or something? <laughs> no, man, he's at home. Uh, game was crud, but the watch along made it tolerable. I will say, even though, like, usually bad games, the watch along like helps me a lot because we'll just talk about whatever and bullshit. Yeah. It was pretty tough tonight, even yeah. with the watch along, man. It was not like, a fun watch along. It was bad. We were all just mad. Yeah. They were mad at us. We were mad at them. We were, everybody was mad at the abs. Yep. It was just not. It was. Blaze, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm is, sorry. I mean, obviously, I caused your... this. I came back. 
and this happened. I'm not a superstitious person, but I have already mentally retraced every decision that I made that led up to this tonight. <laughs> not even a little stitious? <laughs> nah. Nah. All right. Only when the abs are in the cup final. <laughs> <laughs> you can't take chances during cup final. <laughs> Everything's yeah. on the table you hedge, at that point. You hedge hard during a championship run. $10 from the internal, uh, the eternal optimist, Melanie. The Avs almost sucked all of my positivity out of me, but I have a little left. I'm hopeful they will find their groove soon. Sending them good thoughts. Hope y'all enjoy the rest of your weekend. I'm not going to enjoy breaking down this game, I'll tell you that much. But the rest of the weekend, hopefully, is a little better. The abs can't ruin my Sunday. Ridiculous. Uh, and then two more dollars from Vaguely Sober, who said, For Ben Myers, one goal, one assist, and the Eagles 5-2 win. At least the Eagles won, all right? At least there's something good to talk about. I, anything else you guys want to add? Because I would very much like to be done talking about this hockey game. Yeah, unless you want to just run through everything that's wrong again. I don't. Okay. I, well, really, I think we're good. I really yeah. don't. If you're looking for the optimism, it's that tomorrow is on its way. And today is almost over. The game is already done. It can't get worse in, and within that game. The beauty of sports is that until the last game, you have to you have another one to try I'm, and I'm get gonna better. I'm going to end on the positive note, which is the cup run year, two years ago, there was some shitty games. None as bad as this. But there was some shitty games at the beginning of the year. Hopefully they can figure shit out. I sat in this exact chair after their back-to-back -back losses against Columbus and said this is an emotionally broken team. That's right. And it has haunted me ever since because they picked it up, figured it out, and kicked ass the Say rest of the again. season. Say it again. It's what makes it work. This, I mean, <laughs> genuinely, I don't even know say that. The word, you can't AJ. even say that they're emotionally broken. They would because have to have some emotions in the first place. Tonight, they didn't even look emotionally invested enough to be broken. It, you would have felt, not felt better, but you want to see some, like, broken sticks over... Some like, like Matt. Ross Colton breaking his stick after yeah. the after the fourth yeah, goal by the yeah. by the Kraken, Ross Colton immediately just smashes his stick against it. He knows, yeah. and you're like, hell yeah. yeah, you're the avatar for every Avs fan right now. <laughs> Avs There's an one, not one. Hell no. Yeah. Avs breaking their sticks because they're angry. Hell yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I even don't mind a little bit like games like this. A little bit of yelling on the bench. A little bit of people being upset with yeah. what's going on. Totally. Well, and this is where we will again have the you miss Eric Johnson and you miss Gabe Landeskog. You miss yep. some adults in the room that were established. It's not to say that they would have been the difference between a 8-2 loss and a 5-2 loss. <laughs> right. Who knows? But you do miss that part of your emotional center isn't there, and they're very clearly searching. Yeah. Very uh, clearly searching there are two proper responses to this game. Number one, you call Bacchus and Shanker at 2-2-2-2-2-2-2 because <laughs> this game was so bad it actually physically caused you pain. Uh, or, you know, if you were actually in a car accident or you were injured at work or something happened that's not your fault and you need to get what you deserve, Bacchus and Shanker or, has your back. They'll give you a free consultation at I, the two number. Hmm? Can I get some money from the abs for... Emotional distress should come right out of the player's direct deposit. I'm saying, yeah. all right. 
All right. Box Shanker has your back, though. A free consultation. You pay them nothing up front. They only get paid when you get paid, and they'll get you paid. They've won over a billion dollars for their clients over the 25-plus years. They've been doing it in Colorado. Get over to Box and Shanker because they win. Or the other option, also, if you're going to manifest some back pain, Kind Glove. Get over to Kind Love today and smoke away whatever the hell this game was. <laughs> Their turbo joint might hit the spot tonight to make you forget uh, because that was bad. But Kind Love is good. Dude, the turbo joint exists for games like tonight. <laughs> yeah, straight up. <laughs> Where you're like, I need to 420 blaze it hard. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Get they over to do a special at the when the Fs lose, you save the turbo joints. <laughs> However many goals get scored against should be the percentage off of turbo joints. Ten percent <laughs> off for every shorty against the Fs. Twenty-five <laughs> percent uh, off for real though when you use the DNVR code either in store or at kindlove.com. You can go to either of their locations here in Denver or the online ordering for their full list. A uh, bunch of amazing products, too, not just the Turbo Joint. They grow their own uh, flower. You can get resins. You can get, I don't know, topicals. What do they call the other thing? Uh, weed products. Go buy them at Kind Love. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. I'm going home. I am going to do my best to think as little bit as possible about this game ever again, despite having to clip all eight of those goals against. But... It could be worse, I think. Probably not that much worse, but it could be worse. So we're out of here. It could be so much worse, and it still sucks. Eh, tough. Had fun, guys. Yeah, tough one. Tough one for Blaze. Everyone say sorry to Blaze. We're out of here. I'm sorry to everyone. <laughs> Obviously, it was me. We're off tomorrow, back Monday for the game. We'll see you there. Hopefully, it's better. <laughs> Like the mayor, 